back to Change Ed, Montgomery County, Lancaster County, all of Pennsylvania County, the World County, number one podcast for all things education and talking about the changes that are happening, not only in education, but in our world. I am your favorite host with the most, Andrew Kuhn, education consultant for Montgomery County Intermediate Union, and it is my pleasure to share with you the fact that I have the number one rated co-host here with me as well. Oh, that's me. That's me. Patrice Semichek. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Usually it's not such a nice intro. I'm also out of the Montgomery County Intermediate Unit. That's not true. It's bad editing, which makes me sound like I'm mean, but really I'm a nice person. Except the words come out of your mouth, so I don't have to edit too much. It's cool. I actually have a guest on the show who can validate how wonderful of a human being I am. Here with us is Abby Lichtenberg. Abby, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Sorry we are subjected to this right now. We appreciate you tolerating us. I'm enjoying it. Good. <laughs> Even if nobody else enjoys it, we're having a great time. That's 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 the takeaway. Well, Abby, uh, we would love for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself. We are huge fans of you and your work and even your thought process. We'd love to have conversations with you and are thrilled to have you on the podcast. But for those of our listeners, which are in the thousands, almost billions, we skipped millions and went right to billions. Mm -hmm. If you could just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, we'd appreciate it. Sure. Uh, So I am an educational technology specialist at Lincoln Intermediate Unit 12. Uh, We cover York, Adams, and Franklin County, which is the south central portion of the state. I provide professional development services related to educational technology, STEM, and computer science, and lately, science science. Uh, So that's been a new addition to my plate with the introduction of the steel standards. Uh, But I really enjoyed learning about steels, being trained up on all of that, and then helping to sort of help those ideas grow and prosper in our region and seeing what teachers can do with these ideas in their own classroom. So I work a lot with teachers and school leaders talking about how we're going to implement the steel standards, what instructional shifts are going to occur in order to meet those standards, uh, and creative solutions to the common challenges that everyone's facing right now across the state. That's a small job, Abby. I don't know how you do all that. Yeah, it's, it's so easy. <laughs> well, Abby, you said the magic S word, steals. That is our magic, magic S word that we use here on the podcast. Um, and there's been a lot of conversation, not only on our podcast, but uh, discourse that's going on throughout the state talking about what does that look like? What does that mean? How do we embrace it? What there's a lot that we have to consider, a lot to take off and 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 chew, for lack of a better word, and really dive into it. So we're starting a new year. Uh, it's a great time for resolutions, and uh, you know we, we would love uh, some insight from you on like what would be something that we could focus on as educators, specifically when it comes around to making all of these changes and and uh, looking. <laughs> forward, facing forward to the potential that steals and really uh, that exists in all of education. Sure. So I think it's important to consider the context and the situation that we're in right now. So we've got 
until the 25-26 school year for these changes to really take effect. And so we've got about a year and a half left to get ready for these standards to sort of hit the ground and for us to take off with them. So I think being about a year and a half out, my advice or my mantra right now is uh, no one can until they try. I love that so much. It feels so true, uh, especially when you think about like, so let me start with this. Running professional development, you are not just showing people a new way of doing something. You're not just delivering content. You're preparing people to make a change. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe and say this frequently, the first step in my job is therapy. Like the first like hour of any professional development session is essentially just change therapy. You have to create a space for the fear and the um, stress, Mm -hmm. but also the excitement and the optimism related to that change. You have to give that a space where it can live and grow and be expressed. And then you have to find a way to confront it and a way to move past it. Because if you don't do that, the learning's not going to happen for the teachers you're working with. And so once we get through that sort of like therapy session, one way that I found that really helps people to move forward to acknowledge that like we say all the time, and this is like not good advice because uh, it's kind of depressing, but we 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 love bad advice on this podcast. Please (laughs) just spit it out. So we say all the time when we're doing this science work, we're talking about these big changes, especially like curriculum writing. uh, We say, if it feels hard, it's because it is hard. Like this is just hard work and getting people to the point where they can do that hard work. I think the most important thing is to just acknowledge that if you're trying, you are doing anything you can try in the classroom right now is going to prepare you to make this transition. Well, and any attempt is going to make it a little bit better, right? If you're attempting to try something, I think that's a great philosophy. I love that. Yeah. And you might have a major breakthrough and you might say, oh, this is the way I can do this moving forward. This works really well. And it might not. But the attempt can teach you a lot that I feel like you're not going to get that education. You're not going to get that learning experience if you don't just go out there, try an activity, try a lesson, try a whole unit and see what happens. And the kids are learning, too. Like one of the things that I when I was in the classroom, one of the things that I loved doing and it was uncomfortable was saying to my kids, hey, we're going to try something out. And if it works and it's awesome, cool. And if it doesn't work and it's not great, then we're going to learn what not to do next time. And I think a lot of times we haven't allowed our kids to see us fail. And so they feel like we're perfect, quote unquote, in what we're doing because they don't see it as any other way. And so trying something at least and saying, hey, we're going to try it is a really great way of demonstrating to kids how they can start to make small changes and that failing is an important part of of learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I what, I love, agree. what I love that you're calling out is that a big part of steals is putting curiosity back into the educational experience. And and I think un, unintentionally, yet very systematically, um, ed, education had been designed in a way to take out that curiosity and insert all of this information. And there is a world that exists where both can happen at the same time. And, and being being curious and wondering and uh, exuding excitement about something and, and and specifically not knowing something right like even even not knowing something can make you just as excited as actually knowing it and 
Something we talked a lot about is is the experiencing the journey. So I really love what you said, and I think it's a huge nugget. Uh, as case case in point to your what you said, Patrice told me there's no way that Abby will ever sit down with us and have a podcast. She's too busy. She works in three counties. She does not uh, what you I know, said. Both of our jobs combined. That's not I what said, I said. I said to her, Patrice, you don't know unless you try. So I really appreciate you quoting me. Uh, in in you know this your New Year's resolution that in suggestion for people so thank you. I really don't like I don't like being misquoted on a, on, a, on a podcast. So I, cool. I mean you know uh, maybe we should record ourselves all the time while we talk. I feel like this is one of those moments with whatever that that uh, commercial is where they like call the red flag and then they rewatch the rerun. Yeah, no, I, we're I just gonna agree to disagree here. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell Abby agrees with me. I can just see it in her in her face. Mm-hmm. Again, tolerating us. <laughs> <laughs> what what are my options here? You, I have you, to. You can just peace yeah. out. You can just yeah. peace out. Be like, and oh, I'm done. <laughs> we've lost Abby. She dropped off the call. <laughs> <laughs> well, Abby, I, I really appreciate this perspective and your insight. And um one thing that Patrice does say that I will uh, quote her on and know that this is accurate is that at most we can only change 10% of our practice in a given year. And this is a really great spot to start and will have a bigger impact. Uh, someone else that I like to quote is uh, Thomas Kuhn. Yes, my uncle Tommy, who talks about the paradigm shift. And what I like to add to that concept of the paradigm shift is that a one degree change now could have a 30 degree difference five years down the road. It can really change the trajectory with which we're headed. So Abby, I want to, um, as our, our guest, as uh, you know, this person who's bringing the wisdom to our space, I wanted to open it up to any closing thoughts for this podcast. I think Patrice raised a really good point too. in thinking about how does this apply to our students? Uh, and of course did. I think the same, <laughs> The same mantra really applies. You know, in working with teachers, I hear a lot of pushback in the form of my kids can't do this. My, my kids can't discuss like that. My kids can't do an independent activity like that. And initially, when I heard that pushback, my gut reaction was like, OK, this is a distraction. This is just throwing up the red flag to say I can go no further into this change. But I do think that that's true. And I think, Andrew, you commented on this, too, that idea of like bringing back curiosity and wonder. Our kids haven't been able to do that in a while. We've kind of taken that out of the education system and we don't reward that kind of behavior and that kind of thinking anymore. So this is going to be a change for them, too. And we have to give them the opportunity to try if we want them to grow those skills as well. I think Patrice also said something about like resilience in Mm -hmm. our kids, like Mm -hmm. learning from failure and seeing us fail. I hear from people all the time, like my kids don't have that grit. They don't have that resilience. Our entire education system, every benchmark, every test is one and done. There is no try again. So there is no resilience we're building. We're not learning from failure. We don't have time in the school year. We just keep moving. And I think that the steel standards really, really uh, support changing our practice to be more of a, a trial and error, an opportunity to build that kind of resilience and perseverance in our students, too, and to see what they can do if we just let them try. I love that. That's the perfect like boop, but Coon's not gonna let it be the end thing. So go ahead, Andrew. What? How dare you? 
since you queued it up for me, I might as well say something. <laughs> um, you know what? I really liked uh, so much of what you said. And the thing that, that really resonated with me is, is you can't do until you try. Mm-hmm. The first step is actually trying. Before you do, you have to actually go through the process and the steps, all these things that we've been talking about so far in our podcast. And the other part that's stuck out with me is that in our society that is is moving more and more every day to expecting perfection from all of us, right? There's <clears throat> cameras on us all the time. There's podcasts going. There's all these ways to gather these bites of information and have them out there and accessible all the time that I would say I encourage all of our listeners to dare to be different, right? Dare to be willing, be willing to take a risk, be willing to do what we're asking our students to do and model that learning and model that behavior and be willing to admit when and if you've made a mistake. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to to Change Ed. And uh, on behalf of all of the Change Ed staff, uh, we are going to sign off and encourage you to get out there and capture your moment. Mm